girlfriends. Welcome back to Reiki Women Podcasts. Bronwyn, Carrie, and I are with you today to talk about the connections between Reiki and healing. Uh, this is something that most folks might think there's obvious connections to, that Reiki, the purpose of Reiki is healing. And it's something that there are many layers to that we're excited to dive into. And so let's just open up this conversation. Ladies, what comes up for you when you think about the connection between Reiki and healing? Yeah, so I think that Reiki, you know, there's a lot of correlations between Reiki and healing, um, but it might, it is helpful to separate them out. You know, sometimes you can think about it like, you know, ginger and cardamom and chai. They, they go together really well, but they're not necessarily the same spice. And, um, so it's helpful to just differentiate a little bit and, and be, um, mindful about our expectations that we have that kind of get immediately wrapped up into the word healing. Um, and so I think for many years, I, you know, just thought of healing as healing, you know, I didn't put a whole lot of thought into that word and, and what I have, um, expectations of inside of that word. And I finally came to a point where I think it was really helpful for me to create a North Star around what healing is, um, especially within the context of like mental and emotional healing, where it's not like the wound is ever going to go away. You know, wound or our triggers, they're always going to be there, but it, there is an intentionality around, well, how can I heal that in such a way? that I'm not living from that wounded place in my life or in, you know, in my mind. Um, so for a long time, I just started working with the definition, you know, um, healing is getting better, not worse. Mm -hmm. And I like that definition a lot. And it just helps me be mindful of like what trajectory I'm on, but also aware of that fact that healing might have um, peaks and valleys. And, um, for somebody with a chronic illness, you know, healing might look like having more good days than bad days and feeling really resourced, uh, when they are having a bad day of how they can use skills, breath work, maybe Reiki, um, to support them in those, you know, those low, low points in their healing. Um, but, you know, recently I also come to, um, to use the definition that healing is wholeness. And that's one that um, is used quite a bit um, within Yusu Reiki Royoho. Um, but, you know, really feeling into like uh, the capacity within us to hold all of our challenges, our, our light and our dark, our wounded places, our enlightened places and hold them all together. Um, I think it's really important because I know for myself at the beginning of my own Reiki journey, it felt very comfortable and very liberating to kind of disassociate or cut off parts of myself that I didn't feel, uh, um, comfortable with. Um, and, and lately my practice has been much more about leaning in and learning to accept all parts of myself, even the ones that I don't necessarily like, or that, you know, rub me in a way that invites me to look a little bit more closely about, about what that trigger is for is coming from. What about you all? What do you think of when you think about healing and Reiki? Well, I, I, 
use that definition of, uh, you know, to, um, to be whole, that um, healing means to be whole. And uh, I've always loved that because I think people, people, it gives people an image of some sort, whether it's it's maybe themselves as 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 a as a as a fully functioning uh, human being, someone who's not held back by stuff, and you know, I, I the, we all have our own image of what that is. But uh, yeah, to be whole is sort of what I would normally use as a definition, and. Uh, though, uh, I was just thinking as you were talking, you know, what does, what does it mean to be whole? And I'll often, um, paraphrase it even further to say, you know, to be balanced and which could be possibly a different meaning to be whole, but it is something that we, that I believe that the body, you know, the body, mind, the breath are always trying to find their way back into balance. So that is something that is totally natural. It's our birthright. It is, it's something that it doesn't mean that we don't have hiccups, that we don't have issues, but it means that we're finding ways of, of working with them, whatever that is, whatever in that moment that is but it's like they talk about the brain being you know the plasticity of the brain that it that it finds its way back to working it'll go around something if it if something's died off it'll work around that you know and uh, we just need to help it find its way and the system of reiki really helps us in finding our way and it helps us find that balance so in that sense, it the practices that we do within the system of Reiki are there to, to give us the opportunity to find balance and ultimately wholeness. But whether wholeness means uh, enlightenment, for example, yeah, I don't know. That's up for discussion. What do you think? Yeah, I love the way that both of um, you are sharing definitions of healing and the intersection of healing with Reiki in ways that really open up and expand how we think about healing rather than constricting it. And I know that when I first came to Reiki, my definition of healing was fairly constricted. It meant if you're hurting, the pain stops. If you're upset, you're calm. If you, you know, feel broken, then you aren't broken anymore. And there wasn't really any room for, you know, as you mentioned, Carrie, the experience of, of having a chronic illness but possibly still feeling whole and balanced, even if that is happening, right? Or having, you know, something that that's, you know, different about us, or or uh, that challenges us, or um, being terminally ill and still finding ourselves experiencing peace, experiencing balance, experiencing wholeness um, inside of those conditions. That we don't have to narrowly define what a person, what it, what it means for a person to feel that wholeness. And slowly that definition has opened up for me. And, you know, realizing that the, you know, the definition of healing from the perspective of the system of Reiki is given to us in the precepts. It's not being attached to our fear and our anger. It's, it's being rooted in gratitude and compassion. It's living true to ourselves, being diligent in that. 
and that we can experience those conditions alongside of a whole range of other human experiences. We can experience ourselves to be whole and healed when we're living as an embodiment of the precepts, uh, even if something you know, seems to be not well with us. And just that, that broadening of that was such a, like a relief. And it was also really exciting to see that we don't have to narrow down that definition. Um, And that also really opened up for me the, uh, or it coincided with refocusing on Reiki as a self-practice rather than something that I am doing to or for somebody else. I am going to heal this other person. I'm going to give them healing through my Reiki practice. It's you know, now shifted to, I'm going to be with this person. I'm going to be as close to an embodiment of the precepts as I can with this person and help them to remember that they are also this way, that they also have these qualities. They have this capacity to not be afraid of what's happening, whatever that experience is that they're happening, to not be angry about it, to, to, you know, experience the physiological healing power of gratitude and of compassion. Um, And so there's this, this relaxation that's happened for me around like almost tension of thinking like Reiki needs to heal people in a particular way. And if it's not happening in the way that I think it should happen, then something is not going right. As opposed to a curiosity and an openness, a spaciousness about what is it that's shifting? How would that person or how would myself and my self-practice describe the shift that I'm experiencing? And is it in the direction of more wholeness, more rootedness, more balance? Uh, And by and large, the answer is yes, but it might not come in the form that we expect. And there's, there's just so much freedom in that. And, and the reframing of, you know, the purpose of the system of Reiki is to live our lives as an embodiment of the precepts. One of the outcomes of that is that we can experience something we might call healing, right? And then we get to define that healing in ways that make sense to each of us. So I love the, the spaciousness that comes through when we just kind of make that shift uh, of mindset around the concept of healing and Reiki. Yeah, I love the idea that you could be working with the precepts and taking that as a form of wholeness because that idea that, you know, often we, I I think it's very much a human thing, but that we think that there's like an end, you know, we think there are like these points that we have to get to, but these points don't really exist. This is just it. This is it. This is everything, right? And so uh, to say that, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working at, you know, becoming whole, yeah, actually sort of doesn't work because in this moment, if I am, if I'm the precepts to the best of my ability, in this moment, then I am whole. I think that's what you're saying, Michaela, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and that and that every moment that we have that experience matters, right? Like you just said, it's not this like end goal. Like if you know, we're you're unwhole until you're enlightened, and then you're good, right? It's <laughs> like every step along that journey that you experience something that feels like wholeness, that feels like balance is, is a win, 
right, is, is a moment of healing, even if it's very, very brief. And over time, we find that those moments extend, that they become more normal. They become more a way of life. I was, um, I just recorded a video for my YouTube channel on anger, working with the preceptor on anger and kind of how we hold anger in the system of Reiki. And, you know, in thinking about that video is reflecting back on my relationship with anger, that it was emotion that I very much suppressed and barely felt at all for most of my life. And then it caught up to me and I had this like overwhelming period of time where I was just so angry and couldn't move it out of my body, right? It was an out of balance. And that on the one hand, it felt good to feel that anger because I'd been very numbed out before that, but it was very much out of balance. And juxtaposing that to uh, the period of time in the beginning of COVID where I really um, took some time to notice how I was feeling in this time of chaos and change and disruption. And I was very grounded, connected, um, and not angry, but not numb also. Mm-hmm. So like I had had this experience of not being angry, but also not being well, right? Not, you know, being yeah, diseased yeah. in the sense that I was numb and like dissociated versus feeling grounded and connected and also not, you know, caught up with that anger. And so, you know, I would describe that period of time as a period where I felt healed, where I felt whole, um, even in the midst of quite a bit of difficulty. Yeah, so I feel like I want to go out on a limb and just say it. And and that's okay if you guys don't feel the same way as I do. But I, I firmly believe that Reiki can provide healing energy for any ailment, whether it be mind, body, or spirit. And I've seen that Reiki has had really profound healing benefits. Um, and I, I guess I want to focus in a little bit more on physical benefits, right? Of physical body ailments. Um, so one of, one of the things I can attribute in both my pregnancies, I had very bad morning sickness. And I went to a Reiki practitioner. She treated my head for the most part of the session. And by the end of the session, I had two little, maybe two little dips back into morning sickness. But for the most part, the morning sickness was completely lifted for the whole of my pregnancies. Um, I've seen things where um, I stubbed my toe once. It's kind of ironic because it's definitely written into the story of Reiki. but I you know, put my hand on my coat and it, and it healed, you know, I mean, like I could feel something burning and stinging in my leg. And there was just this immense energy moving physically through my body. And, um, you know, by the time it just kind of, um, completed itself, my toe no, no longer hurt. I did the same for somebody else who had a broken toe and she felt the exact same thing. And, and, you know, by that, the next day her foot was better. And um, so, and then also I got to say that I, I came from a, a, an experience when I was a child, I witnessed a lot of faith healing. Um, and my parents were evangelical Christians and uh, we'd go to church. And um, a lot of times at the end of a ceremony or, you know, people would call up to the altar and, and let's hold hands on people and pray for them. And, um, 
and 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 so in some senses i actually don't like that association of reiki with that because i kind of have some trauma some spiritual trauma from my childhood witnessing these experiences but what i can say is that when i was a child and i witnessed these things i saw spiritual energy transferred somehow through the prayers and the the holding of space for somebody else and the witnessing of people's pain um and I, I felt very strongly that there's something, there's some part of the mystery of life and consciousness that responds to our suffering, responds to our pain, is trying to make it better for us. Um, and so that's something I wanted to say. I, I mean, I have more to say about that, but I also have to say that I also, you know, do differentiate, the, there's this distinction between healing which is actually something that I witnessed, you know, this healing of my uh, nausea in pregnancy, um, as opposed to healing, which I think of healing as more of like a tool to help us navigate through chronic pain, for example. So I was thinking about Reiki as this like amazing technique for stress relief and relaxation. And 60% of most disease processes include stress. So if you're, the more you build up stress, um, the more you're likely to have a flare up of something. So to have something palpable in your hands to work with, if you have a chronic illness can be a pretty amazing tool, a, a way to reset. Um, if you are in a really stressed place and I know my body, when I'm like at a really, really, and I'm really stressed, like every illness I've ever had seems to like, you know, materialize for me. So, um, and I've also had a lot of back pain, chronic back pain. And so I can say that Reiki hasn't healed my back pain in the sense that it's gone forever and I'm never going to feel it again. But I, I wonder what the benefits of Reiki would be since I have been um, you know, practicing Reiki for some time is that I can give myself Reiki anytime I want. And um, you know, what benefit it might be to have that ability to relax to breathe, to send healing energy through an area of my body that's experiencing pain and, and how that might help me age well, even with chronic pain. Um, and so those are some of the things that I've been really thinking about and mulling around about, about especially relating Reiki with physical pain. Mm -hmm. So love to hear your thoughts on that too. Well, you know, I just briefly, I think that the, uh the idea of that the system of reiki is teaching us something it, it's there's a number of different elements one of the things that it teaches is to let go and and if we let go then our bodies are allowed to do what they need to do and i think that is sort of almost maybe what what you're saying Carrie in a way you know because it is a natural thing and in we can say in one way it has nothing to do with um healing has nothing to do with the system of Reiki yeah in a way so um because that it but it is teaching us how to work with what we have and and uh that then is a it might be a physical thing or so just uh, so if I look at it, I look back at what Usui said when uh, when he talked about how we heal. Yeah. He said that we heal with the eyes, 
the hands and the breath. Yeah. So those three things. And what that to me actually says is we can take that as, as, it, as it's written, yeah, but we can also take it as a reflection of something else deeper, which is looking at who we are. And we've talked about that before about, you know, as a whole being, we are body, mind and breath. So, you know, the Japanese energetic system or how we see ourselves. So we see ourselves as the earth, the heavens, and then the heart, which is body, mind, breath. So these, these three parts of the body are what bring us together. Those are the three things that blend together to make us humans. And uh, those things, we could differentiate that. So we have the hands, he said, so we could take that as the physicality, yeah. And then we have the breath, which is the breath. He talks about the breath. And then we have the eyes. We can see the eyes as representing the mind, um, what we see, what, what's going on. So we, we have these three areas of the body. So he is saying that, you know, we heal using every part of ourselves and yeah. us as a whole that's how we heal. And I see us as sharing that. And I think you've all said that in some way, you know, so that idea of being, uh, I think Michaela was talking about that, being with someone being, yeah, and sharing that that space of wholeness. And when others are with us in that space of wholeness, when we hold those intentions, then, and that could be a Reiki treatment, or it might really you know we want to move it outside of the treatment space don't we we want to talk about life you know so being with each other and um sharing that letting go that openness allowing that body to be whole to be doing its thing whatever it needs to do and the system of reiki is what supports us in being that and uh, when we're with others and we are that, then we are naturally um, supporting wholeness for others as well. Absolutely. Their bodies remember it, don't they? They do. And, and you know, both of you are really speaking to and kind of giving more flesh and description to that idea of healing as being more spacious than I originally thought it to be right. Because that includes miraculous healing of the body. It includes there was pain and now there's no pain, but it also includes an experience where there's still pain, but there's not attachment to the pain and therefore there's less suffering, you know? And so it's, it's this wider definition that honors the fact that each one of us has a system as you were just so beautifully speaking to Bronwyn that, um, is integrated these different aspects of ourselves and that knows how to come into balance is built to come into balance in these different realms and as an integrated whole and that that balance is going to look different feel different in different circumstances and that yes that includes um, you know a physical healing experience where there where a, a problem a source of disease relaxes and, you know, the facts, as you said, Carrie, that so much of um, the heightened impacts of many illnesses has to do with stress, has to do with the conditions of our body running stress hormones and of feeling the, the fearful and angry emotions that are associated with chronic illness. And so, you know, we know that those 
aspects are specifically addressed when we, you know, put ourselves in a position of embodying the precepts, when we are with other people from that perspective. And so, you know, again, it's opening up, you know, what does healing mean? And what are the mechanisms through which healing occurs inside of the system of Reiki? There's, you know, I wouldn't say that I am ever going to be in a position to 100% definitively say what the answer to that is, but how I've come to understand it as this remembering of a, a part of ourself that is, that is integrated and the, the physiological, emotional, and mental impacts of that remembering all across our system and then amongst us, right, within our social systems, um, that that is a powerful mechanism that opens up possibilities that we don't even fully necessarily understand. I know I certainly don't, which includes miraculous healing, which includes being able to be in a place of acceptance that we might be, you know, in a really difficult place, that we might be experiencing a terminal illness, that we might be losing something that we can't do anything about, that all of that is included in the container of what's possible when it comes to healing in the system of Reiki. And I love Brahman that you said that healing and Reiki aren't necessarily the same. And, you know, Carrie, you started with that lovely metaphor about chai, right? Like that it's, it's experiences that come together in this really lovely, beautiful synergy, but they're not necessarily the same. They're mechanisms that work with each other that come uh, into our lives in ways that we absolutely can experience as miraculous. Um, I was just working with a client last week who was having a really intense fibromyalgia flare-up and had just been in really intense nerve pain for quite some time. And, you know, after our session, that pain had, was gone. Um, I don't know if that pain came back at a certain point, but for that day, just for that moment, um, that pain was gone. And there was something in her system that remembered balance that remembered freedom from that pain yeah. and took that opportunity to step forward and to make those conditions happen inside of her body. And yeah, that happens over and over again. And it's part of what's so juicy and, you know, just makes us want to stay inside of this uh, practice. Yeah. Well, you know, I always say we, we can die whole. Yeah. So that, that to, idea, right? Yeah. <laughs> like if we can't die whole, then we've got problems as living beings. Well, we have got problems as living beings. Yeah. And that that's the thing. So we are working on ourselves with, you know, but um, I guess what I'm saying is that it doesn't mean we're not going to die. And yes, I mean, I believe in, definitely believe in miraculous healings um uh you know if we if we have that openness uh, to allow uh our body to do the, whatever it wants to do anything can happen you know but yeah and I, yeah go ahead no go carrie yeah yeah, well, I think it's so interesting what you were saying about um, your client with fibromyalgia, Michaela, because, you know, when you do have a chronic illness, you know, that more than likely isn't going to be cured by one Reiki session or even, you know, many, 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 many Reiki sessions, that it's just something that's occurring in your body. Disease is also a natural part of living. Um, but, you know, for that, that person who might rely on, you know, 
narcotic pain medication that might have to rely on even over-the-counter things like Tylenol. When you're in chronic pain, those, those kinds of um, remedies become very problematic because over time, of course, they're going to um, you know, erode your liver's capacity, those kinds of things. So what a beautiful benefit to be able to release the pain in your body through an all-natural technique that is going to leave you with no side effects, you know, or there's no, none of those um, lingering side effects from chemistry. So um, I think that, that that's also just incredibly beneficial. And that also, it speaks to the ebb and flow, the peaks and valleys that, you know, inevitably anybody is going to face who has a, you know, degenerative disease or lifelong disease. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree with all of you. I think it's just, it's, it's incredibly hopeful and important for us to stay open to all, all the magic that life provides. And I think of Reiki, the, the element of key in Reiki, life force energy. So, you know, we're alive, we have this aliveness um, flowing through us in every cell of our body. And we really don't know the limits of that, of what, how that can specifically heal. And I know there's been times in my life where I have been in a lot of pain or depressed. And I think Bronwyn explained it to me that, you know, there's like this lampshade, you know, and it's our traumas and our, you know, mindset and all these things. It's like you put a blanket over that light and, <clears throat> you know, when you're in chronic pain, it's a really heavy blanket you know, and it's, it's emotionally draining. It's physically draining. It, um, really is, takes a lot to rework our mindset when we're in a lot of pain. Um, and so, you know, those, those good days can mean so much to somebody who's in that kind of situation, you know, when they can really shed that layer around them, that heaviness of their pain and find, a moment of reset, like of what, oh, who am I beyond this pain? Because mm -hmm. <laughs> all you're feeling it and that's all there is, it's hard to remember that. Um, but hopefully, you know, within the practice of Reiki is to bring ourselves more and more into that mental state or be able to find that mental state, even in the midst of pain, depression, anxiety, etc. Um, one other thing I could say, though, about Reiki is um, I feel like Reiki has a really wonderful capacity to help us heal anxiety and depression, but I've seen it in my clients and in some of my students, especially my students, is that they've suffered from, you know, crippling anxiety most of their life, and after doing a training um, and learning more about Reiki, uh, reconnecting, to themselves as energy um, through the lens of Reiki that their anxiety lifted and really to the place where they live like weeks, months, years without, you know, diving back into that crippling feeling of anxiety. Um, and I think like with anything, it kind of can creep back in, but um, it's pretty incredible how I, I don't really, I don't know the why or how of that, but I just know that I've seen that. Um, experientially. And um, I'm always really, you know, just always super grateful. I've seen people's faces shift, you know, like mm. they just change. And that, uh, and then you can see that something that was holding on is released. 
And they'll, they'll generally feel that. But I mean, we can see it from the outside, you know, that something is shifting, happening, changing. Maybe something else that we haven't really, maybe we all talk about that another time. Actually, let's chat about another time. Um, the ideas of placebo and what what we have spoken a bit about it at some point maybe in the past but i do think that's interesting for people to have a look at and uh you know in in the eyes of 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 healing and then how does because it is such a powerful thing for healing and how does that fit in with the system of reiki you know so finding finding pathways through all of that and understanding yeah i think that would be a fascinating topic um I've done some research into placebo and uh, I, I actually think there's a really strong connection there that, that when we believe we're receiving medicine that we're not literally receiving that our natural process of Reiki or however else we want to name it kicks in uh, that it's not that medicine that we're, we think we're receiving that's doing the healing it's something else. So yeah. We'd love to talk more about human that. beings. We're so complicated. Yeah. We're so complicated. So complicated. <laughs> we have to trick ourselves into doing what we already know how to do. <laughs> well, friends, we are coming to the end of our time today. We had a bit of a short podcast recording today. Um, this is a topic that has so much fertility, and I'm certain is going to circle around in a variety of other ways. Um, it's an important one and one that has many layers. So I really loved opening up this topic with this shorter conversation. And I look forward to seeing what, uh, what else grows from this soil of this conversation. Uh, so friends, let us know your thoughts. Let us know your experiences of healing inside of the system of Reiki through your self-practice, through working with practitioners, um, places where your expectations perhaps weren't met uh, inside of your Reiki experience. Let's unpack all of that and have a conversation about it. And until next week's episode, we are so grateful that you joined us today. We hope you have a beautiful week. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.